Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. From Vanderpump Rules to motherhood and everywhere in between, it's time to catch up with Sheena Shea. This is Shenanigans. And now, here's your host, Sheena Shea. Welcome back to Shenanigans. So today's guest is someone I've been obsessed with ever since I first saw her on MTV Cribs. As a teenager, I've followed her career since then from starring on an Emmy-winning reality program to releasing some absolute bangers and then becoming one of the most iconic personalities and hosts of my generation. So from the Fashion Police, Project Runway Jr., the Osbournes, everything in between, the beautiful mama, Kelly Osborne. That was such a nice introduction. I, <laughs> I like, mean, there's just so yeah, much I, you've done. I gotta just say it all. And But like, I forget that I've done anything because when anyone ever asks me what I do for work, and I try and explain it to them. They because they want to pick a profession for you. Yeah, I'm like, I don't, I don't know what you'd call it. Yeah, done it. You all. You do it all. So yeah, yeah, master of none though. <laughs> <laughs> We've got Janet Elizabeth back on the co-host mic. I love Ooh, that this is becoming a regular thing. You yeah. know, until the baby comes out, I'm taking as much advantage Great. of you as I can <laughs> here in the best way because I know you enjoy being here totally, as well. But totally, especially someone so iconic. I'm yes. so excited. I know. <laughs> so we thought it would be fun as, you know, one of the most trusted voices in the fashion space if we could find out if some of these trends are either en vogue or out okay so i want to get your opinion on a few things we're going to rapid fire and go back and forth okay all right <laughs> fringe fringe as in like tassels yeah oh you have to be really careful but right now i think it's i do think it's in vogue okay all right, purple hues, because 2022 <laughs> color of the year. I feel like I know the answer to this I, one. I don't think it's in vogue anymore, but for me, it will always be. Always. You're killing it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What about airy styles, like Bridgerton ruffle shirts for men and those type of things? Oh, I love a man with a cravat, you yeah. know? Mm -hmm. it, you, but you've got <laughs> you've got to style it properly. So I'm going to say that it's, it's out. Mm-hmm. All right, what about sci-fi themed outfits? Thinking like the Matrix, dystopian future. Oh I know <laughs> I know a lot of people who are now dressing this way. So I'm going to say that it's in vogue, but I don't like it. Okay. <laughs> what about like boudoir? You know, like underwear as outerwear. Underwear as outerwear was all, will always be in to yeah. me. Always. Yeah. I love a good like corset little lacy top with mm -hmm. some like pants i feel like in you pregnancy know? too like rihanna has changed the game oh now my god to big like time. Wear totally. with the belly out you can wear that 
Yeah. So many things that you weren't considered appropriate yeah. before and then Rihanna changed it for everyone. But it yeah. also like, it made me sad because I didn't get to show off my pregnancy belly because I literally was a fucking moose. <laughs> and it was like <laughs> embarrassing. I was like, no, not doing this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what about goth glam? Goth glam is my glam. I will always be into goth glam. So, mm -hmm. and it, you know, if you look back at what Blitz kids were, it's really having kind of a revival right now in the underground scenes. And it's, yeah. I think it's really awesome. Yeah, I love it. What about sweater weather? Like wearing sweaters as a dress? Sweater weather. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was never that girl because I had an, an awkward shaped body. So I didn't do sweater dresses. But I, yeah, I'm just going to sit out. Okay, what about Nate? Note to self. Yeah. <laughs> really? like, I like to wear hoodies as Hoodies dresses. don't count. Hoodies yeah, don't hoodies, count. I guess, are different. Yeah, but I'll do like you a, rock them too. I feel like that's a just buy everything in an XL and then I throw on some tall boots. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> you can get away with it, especially because you're tiny. You're both tiny. You're so you look incredible. Thank by the you. way, like you've never looked better. I mean, you've always looked great, but the hair, the yeah. just everything. You came in with your adorable baby, and <laughs> you just you you look incredible. Thank you. you. I was on out. a mission after having the baby to lose all my baby weight, and then I was like, well, I lost all the baby weight. Let's see how far I can go with it. And mm -hmm. Yeah, well, you did it. Went you a little bit amazing. too far. <laughs> we, we've stopped. But yeah. You look great. Thank you. you. Yeah, great. so good. Okay, another trend, navy and black together. I always do that. I like it too. Always like do navy so and black. It, yeah. Especially with if you have like a really nice satin. Yeah. It's lovely. I feel like it's like an old, like it's like my mom's like, you can't wear Straight those two Chanel. colors together. And I'm right. like, I think I can. I think that's out. Like yeah. it feels kind of outdated to yeah. say you can't do those together. Right. What about tiny purses? I don't understand the tiny purses. Neither. <laughs> you, what do you carry in them? What's the right. point? Right. What's the point? And is it to show off the manicure? Like, I don't, I don't have one, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what, what is it for? If it yeah. can't fit an iPhone, I think that that's like, I'm I like, agree. Come on. Yeah. If yeah. it can if, fit, I guess, your phone and a credit card well, and a lipstick. I am the bandolier wearing mother at oh, this yeah, point. Oh, yeah. Those are amazing. Yes. I'm yes. one step away from a Stanley Cup. So <laughs> it, it's, it's like, it's, it just makes life so much easier. I yeah. Love it. Mm -hmm. Okay. I feel like this is controversial between like Gen Z and mm. millennials, mm -hmm. low rise jeans. The fact that they're coming back again is crazy. I remember being a kid and wanting to wear them and yeah. yet not having the body to wear them <laughs> and being like, oh, this is crazy. You have to shave your pubes to wear these. <laughs> I'm not wearing them. What about chunky loafers? Chunky loafers? Me and my mom like them with like, yeah. white socks or yeah. funky socks. Obsessed. So I would say 100% in vogue. Yeah. What about all the Y2K trends coming back? Which I feel I, like for all our, our generations, like, yeah. I'm like, I just got rid of that stuff. It's I'm so like, crazy because mm -hmm. I got rid of so much of it, but then I kept a lot of it and all of it is back again. Yeah. Like yeah. I have my J'adore Dior t-shirts oh, and that's awesome. like all my old Christian Dior glasses that I used to wear. And they're just, it's really fun to go yeah. back and yeah. wear them again. But it also makes me feel old. Yeah, I know, right? Because then I, I'm like, technically, am I vintage now? I, I think I, I am. I, think I know. We all I are. think we are. I'm, I'm vintage. Oh. I think I sold, okay. I had one of the rainbow monogram Louis bags, like the tiny yeah. ones back mm -hmm. in the day. And I think I sold it like 10 years ago for like nothing. And I'm like, I should have just held on to it. Yeah. I had Probably. the fake version of that that I got <laughs> on like the Santee Alley oh, for yeah. sure. I couldn't <laughs> afford the real one. <laughs> what about tiny sunglasses? I don't like the tiny sunglasses because you have to have a specific face shape for them to look yeah. good on and they're not for everyone so right. I'm, I'm like no Kourtney Kardashian she can pull it yeah. off but I try and I'm like there are certain ones I'll wear a little lower but you gotta have the yeah I've tried what about bucket mm -hmm. hats which we keep I don't everywhere. like the bucket hat I didn't like the bucket hat the first time it came around <laughs> and was this popular in my lifetime anyway maybe it's because they don't look good on me but I think that everyone walks around looking mm -hmm. like a penis. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Next, corsets. I love a good corset. Yeah. Because if you're having a fat day and you just, you want to just give yourself some like body. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, it can be a real confidence booster. Yeah. Agreed. This is another one. Gen Z versus millennial mm -hmm. skinny jeans. This is a tough one because some things only look good with skinny jeans, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm out of comfort and what I prefer, I prefer a much looser fit. Yeah, totally. I'm I'm more a boyfriend jean kind yeah. of girl. Yeah. I feel like you have to have both in your closet. 
See, I don't have any skinny jeans anymore. Oh, I do. Yeah. Oh, I just bought the best ones. Ooh, from where? Alaya. Ooh. And they come they come up really high. Uh-huh. They're high waisted and they're flared at the bottom, except for Oh, so cute. They're not for somebody who's five foot three or five foot two. <laughs> so I have to get them hemmed, but they're really good. Okay. I'm gonna have to add because those back the to my wardrobe. Because the flares are back. The flares yeah. are back yeah. in That's a big I way. I have flares, I have the baggy, right. I have like the mom jeans and all that. What about the man bun? Oh, the man bun needs to go. Right? Thankfully, my he husband was, just cut his off. Yeah. Finally, it was it was time. He has like what, like ten inches of hair that he donated. That's so yeah. nice. Yeah, but he was. I feel like he had the Aquaman vibe, and then mm-hmm. I was like, "What is Brock gonna look like without all the hair?" I didn't know. Except, no. except like, for Whoa. if you are Jason Momoa, don't ever yeah. get right. rid of your man bun. Yes. No, totally. Don't ever. Yeah, I told him <laughs> not to cut it. Yeah, before yeah. the wedding, because I thought, "What if he looks weird?" Mm-hmm. Then he cut it, and I was like, "Why did you not cut it yeah. sooner?" <laughs> So much, so, so much. But better. I do, I do love a, a man or a boy, whatever you want to mm-hmm. say, with long hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, my son, I want him to have long hair. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like, how do you cut it for the first time too? It's like beautiful, precious baby hair. Yeah. Even cutting his fingernails, I'm oh. like, oh, it's taking I know. away from his body, and oh. it makes it so. Mm. Yeah, and especially when they're babies. Oh my god, it's terrifying. The it is nail- the most scary thing. So scary. I literally I shit myself every week oh. when I'm doing it mm-hmm. because he won't let me use the electric file. He doesn't oh. like it. I try mm-hmm. to get him when he's sleeping, but he's like, I'm gonna like he'll get me, kicks me, oh. and, when, <laughs> and he wakes up looking at me all terrified. So I'm like, okay, so I can't do that. Yeah. So now we do after he's had the bath where the nails are soft, and mm-hmm. I just go in really quickly and do the best that I can do. Yeah. That's what I've heard. Everybody's like at the electric nail buffer, but I'm like, what if? I'm like, that seems like loud and a little bit scary for me. All the easy things that were supposed to like be convenient and help you as a parent, my baby did not like. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. It's like the electronic nail file, the snoo. Oh. He hated it. Interesting. I, f- I feel like the snoo was like, everybody's like, you have to have it's this. It's one or the other. Yeah. That's the thing. I didn't have a snoo, but then I heard from friends who did. They were like, you have to have this. But yeah. I think it's, yeah. I'm borrowing one, so I don't have to foot the bill for Perfect. one. I'm like, that'll be fine. Yeah. But. Yeah. It's, I mean, literally, I just got rid of mine. If I knew you then, I would have just given you mine. <laughs> <laughs> he slept in it. One and a half times. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. All kids are different. You know, some love the rockaroo, some hate it. And I'm just finding out what all this stuff is. I'm yeah. Like, oh, my oh, you will you will start crazy. talking in words that you never thought were like humanly right. possible yeah. in syllables put together. It's <laughs> like I, I recommend Miss Rachel as well. Yeah. Yes. That's what my daughter, she's almost two and a half. She's obsessed with Miss Rachel. That's a really good one. Yeah. But then those songs, man, they get stuck I in your head. I am in the shower <laughs> singing icky, sticky, sticky, sticky bubblegum. <laughs> and about... Yeah. You know, about the the butterfly mm-hmm. and baby beluga. And it just is like oh, yeah. every song. Yeah. I kept hearing about Miss Rachel. And then I think Jackson Brittany had her on uh-huh. like, on TV. And I was like, what is this? Yeah. And they're like, you'll get used to it. I yep. was like, okay. You definitely will. <laughs> All right. There's so many more things I want to get into you with career, motherhood, all of these things. We're going to take a quick little break and then we'll be right back. Delve into the shadows of the mind. With Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. All right, and this episode of Shenanigans is brought to you by Poise Ultra Thins. And let me tell you, this past weekend when we were in San Francisco shooting our season finale, it was a very good thing that I had my Poise Ultra Thins on me because as much as I am in love with all things motherhood. I'm not always in love with all things postpartum. And one of those things are bladder leaks. So if we want to keep it real here on Shenanigans like we do, then this is one thing we're not always talking about as women. A lot of women use period pads for their bladder leaks after having a baby, but let's be honest, period pads aren't designed for pee. Poise Ultra Thins, on the other hand, are. So... 
when you are like me, jumping up and down, performing on stage, or you're like me, chasing your kid around the park, or if you're running on a treadmill or just, you know, running around everyday life doing errands, Poise Ultra Thins are the brand's thinnest protection that help keep you clean, dry, and fresh throughout the day, throughout the night. Let me tell you, now that I am with my band, Poise Ultra Thins is like our fifth band member. The little moments really are so important. And Poise Ultra Thins are such a good way to enjoy motherhood without compromise. It takes poise. Learn more at poise.com. Okay, now we're going to talk about Rakuten, which is the most rewarding way to shop and save because their members earn cash back on everything that they buy. So if you're spending money, why would you not want to be earning money back on stores that I'm sure a lot of you shop at like Sephora, Macy's, Ulta? If you know you're getting something sporty, we've got like Nike's, Adidas, something for the cats and dogs at Petco. There are so many things. And also, if you're a techie person, Best Buy is on the list. So my sister first told me about Rakuten years ago. And when I looked at the list of how many stores they have, literally 4,200 stores across every single category, I was like, um, yeah, why have I not been doing this? So whether it's beauty, electronics, home essentials, travel, dining, I mean, there is something that you're definitely already spending money on. So why not get some cash back? Rakuten is the smartest way to save money when you shop. Membership is free. It's easy to sign up. The stores, basically, this is how it works. They pay Rakuten a commission for sending them shoppers, and then Rakuten shares that commission with its members. You get paid via check or PayPal quarterly. So you can maximize your savings by stacking cash back on top of other deals like store sales and coupons. And right now, my listeners can start shopping at Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app to start saving today. Your cash back really adds up. And that was our quick break. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so as I mentioned a little bit in the intro, I mean, you've had such a fun, full career. You've been a host, a media personality, you know, fashion police, Project Runway, America's Got Talent. I mean, so many things. But how did you make the transition from Osbournes, you know, from one of the first and most iconic still to this day reality shows, other than there was like real world and stuff, but it was like the Osbournes was Changed really, game. yeah. It so how did you make different. that transition? I'm still trying to figure that out. I, <laughs> I consider myself very lucky. I don't necessarily have one talent, if you know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm not known for my brain. I'm not known for, I'm known for my mouth and being myself and I think that every job opportunity I get is a blessing. Mm-hmm. And I try now, because I can't say before, because I wasn't, as I say, fixed yet. I took a lot of it for granted and I really regret that. And it's true what they say, you meet the same people in this industry over and over again, and mm-hmm. you will meet the same people on the way up that you do on the way down and they remember. And I try and go into everything and make a working experience be fun and nice and something that you want to get up and go and do rather than before I think that I was like the one that they dreaded being around (laughs) because I was I was difficult because I was so fucked up Mm -hmm. how old were you when the Osborne started I was 15 when I signed the contract wow teen I I watched it and I remember thinking that well at the time I think I was a little bit younger but I remember being like you're you're like about my age and Mm -hmm. it's I mean to start anything, I mean, you were in your 20s when Vanderpump yeah, started. Yeah, I was 26. And that even still felt young. Yeah. I can't imagine being a teenager. Yeah. yeah. But we didn't know what we were getting into. Yeah. Right. I remember the night before it came out, my mom took us to Venice Beach to the drum circle. And we were just walking up and down that main strip a mm-hmm. bit. And we were like, did we make the biggest mistake we've ever made in our lives? <laughs> and then the next day it came out and our lives were just flipped upside down. It was the biggest show on TV and everyone wanted something from us and to know us. And we went from being like the stay away from them, the Satanists to everybody wanting to (laughs) wanting to know us. And it's really difficult 
when you're a kid and someone says, oh, now you're famous. I'm like, but for what? <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just, all I did was be a kid. Mm -hmm. And it was it very hard for me to get my head around. I didn't feel like I deserved it. I didn't feel like it was something that I'd worked hard enough for. Mm -hmm. And I'd always shame myself at every step of the way rather than just like sitting back and enjoying it because the stuff that we got to do, the people that we've met, everything has just been so incredible and so fun mm -hmm. the whole the whole time. Even when it's bad, it's still there's still a story that you you have to tell. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you feel like it's a record now of like home videos kind of that you, you guys? can't play now because I feel like we'd be canceled again. <laughs> <laughs> like it, you can't play it now because context has changed. Yeah, I feel like that for pretty much anything that aired mm -hmm. back in the day, mm -hmm. I mean, even early Kardashian episodes, which Kardashians wouldn't exist if the Osborne show didn't exist. And right. I mean, it, I feel like you guys were the first time that everybody got to peer in at a family and it was the first sort of reality episode like that. And then now it's like there's thousands of them out so there. Many. You can sort of, sort of see, but I don't think the reality world would have started or been the same if it weren't for I don't think so how either. iconic yeah. your show was. No, it really was. Yeah. It's so crazy too to think back to like how long ago that was. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it's you've so just- It's so long ago. <laughs> and I'm a completely like- Yeah. I couldn't be more different than the little girl that I was when we did the yeah, Osbournes. But right. it's, it's interesting now because BBC is doing a retrospective into what we're like now. And the fact that my parents are moving from LA back to, back to London. Mm -hmm. And we've been filming again as a family. And it took me a minute to get used to. I was really nervous. Like I started sweating. I had like the sweaty <laughs> top lip and like heart palpitations. And then it hit me that I was like, oh, because this time I know what can come with this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I don't know if I'm ready for it. And I don't know if I want to do it again. And then everything started falling into place and it felt just how it did when we first started. And it was really fun. Yeah. Exciting. I love that. Do you watch any reality TV still? <laughs> <laughs> I may watch a bit of Vanderpump Rules. Oh, I, I got very, you? very into the. Well, I love Lisa. Lisa's yeah. been a friend of mine for a long time, and right. a friend of my mother's for just since they were probably younger than us. Yeah, and it's just been. It's very interesting to see what went down with all of that, and how yeah. what a spectacle it became, mm -hmm. and how insane it was, and how everybody fed the animals and it went crazy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't but think it anybody was, could expect what happened. No, no, yeah. it was insane. It, like, and, and people forget, only because I've been on this side of it, that in the end of the day, these are human beings. Mm -hmm. Everybody fucks up, everybody makes mistakes. But in the end of the day, they're human beings. But I have a prediction. I think that even though right now, Raquel, Rachel, I don't know what she's going by. Neither do we. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Has been on the bad side. I think the tables are going to turn and I think that people are going to start liking her again and people are going to turn on if she returns. Uh, I don't, so I don't think regardless of returning or not returning. Interesting. Yeah. See, I felt that too. Because that's what then... happens in every big scandal. Right. The one that everyone feels sorry for becomes right. the new victim again because they become the mean one. Right. Yeah. Did you see or listen to any of her on Bethany's podcast? Little bits of it. I haven't, I, that was going to be something that I do tonight was to sit down and watch that whole interview. <laughs> but, because by the time it's like, I put my baby to bed, I'm mm -hmm. like, oh my God, I'm so tired. Oh, and I, I fall know. asleep. I, I have every intention. I get like my food out <laughs> and I put my TV on and then I'm out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I miss everything. But yeah, I've seen little bits of it. Yeah. It, um, can I be really honest? Yeah, yeah, please do. And I'm not talking about Bethany, but like some of the things that have been said by multiple people in this thing is so dumb. <laughs> like they're just dumb. Mm -hmm. Is and, there an example that sticks out to you? <laughs> I don't want to because I don't want to highlight any individual person because that's not fair and it's, I don't want to be a bitch. Sure. But it, it's just you watch it and you're like, oh, you poor thing. Like, you're you're not being very smart right now. Mm -hmm. And do you know better? Mm -hmm. And if you do, why are you manipulating this to make it worse for you? Mm -hmm. I, think I've, I think we can all see that. Yeah. And I'm sorry, but, like, I know that my brother's friends with him. And I'm probably going to get in trouble for saying this. But Tom is not the sharpest tool in the shed. <laughs> <laughs> That's putting it nicely. Not the sharpest tool in the shed. And yeah. 
I actually, my friend got tickets to go see him at the El Rey and she's trying to get me to go with her. <laughs> On Wednesday? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Are you going? Fuck no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have a baby. I'm not yeah. going to taking time away from my baby to go see Thomas Pendeville <laughs> sing cover songs. <laughs> Kind of on the topic then, I guess, of them, I wanted to talk a little bit about cancel culture because I know before... It's brutal. You had called it council culture and just how, you know, education is more impactful than a full-on public reckoning. It Yes, because people need to get and educate people into making the right decision and having the right opinion mm-hmm. of that you, or what you deem as the right opinion. But educate people. Don't literally publicly slaughter them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That doesn't do anything. That just lets people jump on a bandwagon and help them believe that they stand for something. Mm -hmm. And it's it's really horrible watching all of these people get taken down. Granted, the the sexual stuff, you deserve it. Right. The sexual stuff and men, the Me Too movement, I'm totally with. Of course. But cancel culture, I can't say that I am with. I think that it's disgusting and what it does to people and it being on the receiving end of it before, not a victim, totally deserved it. Mm-hmm. You contemplate suicide. You contemplate, is my life worth living anymore? Everybody thinks that I'm something that I'm not. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing you can do to change the mind. Yeah. Like Tom, Tommy will be a villain for the rest of his life, mm-hmm. whether he likes it or not, because that's the way people who didn't necessarily watch the show that know the show now because of the scandal will mm-hmm. see him forever. Like I will always be 16 in the minds of everybody that I meet. And people still think that I'm that young. And I'm like, but that was like 25 years ago. <laughs> right. And I have a baby now yeah. and everything's changed. Yeah, I know it's so different. Do you think that there have been any changes amongst society regarding how things are handled? You know, just people getting grace, learning to grow and whatnot. I think when I look at like when Nick Can- when Nick Cannon got almost canceled because mm-hmm. of the Jewish comments and everything, mm-hmm. he went and he met with these rabbis and he educated himself and people were like, okay, see, that's what you're supposed yeah. to do. And they were like, great, let's move on from this. Mm-hmm. But that's an example of how I think things should go down. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not like that. People just want to cut your dick off. Mm-hmm. I agree. I want to see education with people. And there's certain things that are just past the line. It's like, like you've said, like the MT, the Me Too stuff. There's certain things that I'm like, that's unforgivable. Mm-hmm. But then I feel like that cancel culture seeped into a lot of other things that were smaller deals that you'd really... Like what went on with Dylan Mulvaney, I think was so disgusting. Yeah. All she was doing was showing off how excited she was that she was on a can of Bud Light. Yeah. Like, I would have been excited too. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Right. It's not necessarily a sponsorship by them. It's not necessarily them making her a brand ambassador. It's just, we did something cute and put your face on it and gave it to right. you. Right. People treated her like as if she was, they changed the name of Bud Light to her name. Yeah. Right. And it's like they work with a lot of different influencers and people. Yeah. And I thought it was so, like, just disgusting disgusting what mm-hmm. they did to her mm-hmm. after all she's just trying to be herself right yeah yeah i don't i i didn't like that at all i think we're seeing like a swing though where there have been people who especially maybe right after me too who were canceled for other things we're now seeing like a comeback for and it's kind of nice people to say like this is what i did you know i met with these people i educated myself and i was wrong and i think if people take accountability they deserve second chances and i think yeah. the you know, the cutthroat, they're done. They're dead to Hollywood. They're dead to everybody. Mm-hmm. I don't think that that helps us as a society at all. No, I don't. I agree with you completely. No, I feel like it's so interesting to see that growth, you know, and this was a big reason why we all did hope that Raquel would come back to the show this season, mm-hmm. you know, like, let's show you working through this. I understand that this is a toxic environment when you just get out of a mental yeah. health facility. It's not necessarily the best place. No. But just maybe a couple conversations, just a little bit to just show what she went through, explain what she learned about herself mm-hmm. and all of that. But to give her a little put the ball in her court right. for a little bit, mm-hmm. I yeah. think. But if she's not ready, she's not ready. And maybe next season. Right. Because yeah, but I, I, I couldn't imagine getting you, out of treatment and going right. straight on camera. No, mm-hmm. totally. 
I'm curious when you do watch and listen to the Bethany podcast, how you'll feel about her. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of not taking accountability. Well, that's what she's been doing the whole time. Yeah. And that's what I thought after she got out of this facility, that it would be a difference where she would be like, you know, I have either this diagnosis, if I, I, d- this diagnosis, I've learned this about myself uh-huh. and a moment of growth and accountability. And then it just wasn't yeah. that. I think people were really ready to hear that and yeah. excited for her. I wanted if her to she come back. did that, she would have started to make herself a bit of a hero again. Mm-hmm. Right, right. But it's, it's hard when you, you've already admitted what you did and you feel like that's enough. Mm-hmm. But it's not. Sometimes you've just got to admit it and just take the sl- take the slap and yeah. move on. Totally. Yeah. We're going to move on to an ad break and then we'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. All right, shenanigans. Food break because let me talk to you about Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. I talk to you about it every week. That's because I eat it. Every week, the past 10 weeks that we have been filming, y'all, I have not had time to figure out meals for breakfast, lunch, and dinner for myself and Brock on top of our toddler. So Factor has been keeping us fueled and fed when we're busy, on the go. It is what I love to eat because there's always something new. They have so many chef-prepared, dietitian approved ready-to-eat meals that come delivered straight to your door. You're going to save time, eat well, and stay on track with your healthy lifestyle. You can also adjust your stride this autumn without missing a step by choosing from 34-plus weekly flavor-packed, fresh, never-frozen meals ready to eat in just two minutes. Poke a couple holes, chuck it in the microwave, boom, it's ready. You don't have to think about anything other than just tossing it in the recycling bin because with Factor, you can rest assured you're making a sustainable choice. They offset 100% of their delivery emissions, source 100% renewable electricity for their production sites and offices, and feature sustainably sourced seafood in all of their meals. Y'all can head to factormeals.com slash goodasgold50 and use code goodasgold50 to get 50% off. That's code goodasgold50 at factormeals.com slash goodasgold50 to get 50% off. But if y'all do have time to cook at home, I have some Pillsbury Crescent Rolls ideas for you. These weeknight recipes that are as easy as fill, roll, and bake. They are so simple. The easiest thing to add to your weeknight dinner rotation. So with the Pillsbury Crescent Rolls, you can roll up your favorite ingredients into it and it turns your side dish into the main dish. If you have a picky eater, a toddler, or an adult with a palate of a child like myself, Pillsbury Crescent Rolls are a great way to have dinner prep in 30 minutes or less and have so many delicious, nutritious things stuffed into a fun Pillsbury Crescent Roll. I know as a kid, I loved Pillsbury Crescent Rolls, and as an adult, that has not changed. You can find Pillsbury in the dairy aisle to make fun things like pepperoni pizza crescent rolls, uh, ham and cheese crescent rolls. I mean, so many options, and you can find more weeknight dinner recipes at Pillsbury.com. All right. Enough about that. We said we weren't <laughs> going to talk about it on the show anymore, Jay. Oh, God, no. I'm sorry. I know. I know. <laughs> My brother was like, I went into this show wanting to dislike him. And he's a likable person. And he's, he said, Jack does was like, really, I really, ugh. Jack's like, I, I, I like him. And I trust my brother's judge of character, but I'm still like, you're friends with the enemy. Yeah. <laughs> I met Tara Reed last night at a bar and she came up and introduced herself and said how she just did the show with Tom. And she's like, He's not a bad guy. I don't think he's a bad guy. And I'm like, I never thought he was a bad guy. He was one of my best friends for almost 15 years. He was the only person from day one who had my back on this show, who fought for me whenever something was unfair. He was the person Mm -hmm. there in my corner. So 
I have personally really struggled with all of this because I'm like, yes, you did a really bad thing, but you weren't a bad friend to me. But then what you've done yeah. is affected me. And it's just like yeah. changed the entire dynamic of our group. But it's funny that Jack said that because literally last night Tara came up to us and then like Ariana's at the table and I'm like, not your audience. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no way. She won't agree. No, definitely she not. She said that in front of Ariana. <laughs> I don't think she, Ariana was able to hear because it was so loud where we were, thankfully. But oh no, I, oh. yeah, I was like, she goes, "Oh, if you want to come over to my table, it's like, yeah, maybe just don't say good things about Tom in yeah. front of Ariana." Yeah. I think oh. as a society too, just labeling people, he's a like, we have to decide: is he a good guy or is he a bad guy? And it's like he's neither. No, yeah, we're he just in the gray area sometimes. He just did something that was stupid yeah. and really, really mean. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, totally. And that doesn't erase him being a good friend to you for the last 13 years either. Mm -hmm. It's like just one other aspect that you can consider of who he is. But I'm like, we're human beings. We live in gray area. We, you know, yeah. people make mistakes. Yeah, no, totally. You had mentioned uh, Nick Cannon earlier, and I loved seeing you back on TV this summer with the beat Shazam. It was so much fun. Yeah, no, so fun. How was it just being back on camera again as... A mom, you know, was that? It was really difficult to leave because we shot three shows a day. Yeah. And I didn't like leaving my little boy, but mm -hmm. I was jet lagged at the time and also not sleeping. Mm. And it was just by the time I was done filming that show, I was like shaky and, <laughs> and exhausted. But Nick is such a professional and he yeah. makes everything so much fun. And it was a real honor to fill in for Jamie Foxx and, right. and his daughter. And it was... It just happened so quickly. I can't believe it even happened. Right. But I was telling you when they were like, okay, so you're the DJ. I'm like, I'm the one. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, so you you play the songs and you will talk with Nick. And I was, they were running me through everything. And every time I pushed the button, it didn't really look like anything. You couldn't tell what I was doing. Mm -hmm. So they really made me over-dramatize how I like <laughs> push the button and like... <laughs> It it felt really stupid, but I had so much fun. No, it was so fun. I was and saying, seeing how much money people make on that show is right. crazy. Like <laughs> I don't know how I can say if it if the episode's aired yet or not, but there was a couple of people that won huge. Wow. That's and awesome. seeing how in an instant you've just changed someone's life was really awesome to be a part of. Totally. Yeah. Did Nick as you know, someone who <laughs> has a lot of parenting a, experience yeah did he give you any good advice i asked him about like extracurricular activities and stuff and he was talking about how all of his children play piano and it's something that i want to do with my son too and yeah he was going to bring a couple of his kids out but ended up not doing it and wished he did when he saw that i brought sid yeah oh. no i love that you brought him today too i bring him everywhere with me yeah so i can't cute. be away from him it's it's like You'll get there. Yeah. The bond that you have with your baby is like nothing you've ever felt for in your mm -hmm. your life. It's a love explosion. It, it It's like your life has purpose and meaning for the first time. And yeah. you understand why you were put on this planet. And it's not for you. It's not to change the world. It's to help raise a new life that yeah. could possibly do that. Mm -hmm. No one totally. wanted to. But it's incredible. What has your favorite part about motherhood been so far? The love. Yeah. The love I feel for him is, it's my favorite. Do you miss anything about being pregnant? Absolutely fucking not. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing about being pregnant. I would, I did not have a comfortable pregnancy. Okay. Oh. I had gestational diabetes mm -hmm. and overactive thyroid and it was just not fun. And they were really worried that, that how they figured out that I was gestational was that I was gaining a lot of weight, but mm -hmm. I wasn't eating that much. Yeah. And it turned out that like, it's like the placenta blocks the way that your body filters through mm -hmm. the sugar and it'll go one way or the other way. You'll right. lose a lot of weight or gain a lot of weight. And I, I gained a lot of weight and it sucked because then I put myself on this diet and I was hungry for the entire nine months of my pregnancy. Mm. Oh, damn. That's tough because it is, I mean, I'm in my second trimester now and it's like, if I go more than three hours without eating, I am mean to people. Yeah. You get like, angry. It's oh, crazy. Yeah, for sure. And it happens and I, really quick. I had to monitor every single thing I ate and mm -hmm. then do the sugar test mm. and prick my finger and it was not fun. I don't, yeah. I do not miss that. Yeah. Oh, you got the cute baby now. I so got the cute baby it. and it was worth <laughs> him kicking my ribs. And Oh, totally. 
I saw you were both sick recently. We were so sick. Aww. I can't. I, and we're still trying to figure out who gave it to us. Uh, <laughs> I'm yeah. on a mission to figure it out and I right? can't figure it out because they will be getting, how dare you touch my baby? <laughs> no, And it's like, there's nothing worse than a sick baby. But then when you're sick yourself and you got to take was, care of this baby. I, I called I, my mom crying. Aww. And I, I said, I was like, mom, I can't cope. I need help because I got sick. My nanny got sick, but my baby got sick. Mm-hmm. He got it first and then gave it to all of us. Aww. And it was just, it was so awful having the flu, not being able to move, mm-hmm. trying to help your baby who you, for the first time is sick and Aww. has never felt anything like yeah. this. And he, the body aches that I felt, I can't imagine what he went through. Aww. Yeah. Just awful. I'm scared for that. Cause there, no matter what, kids it's are gonna, gonna happen. get sick. And you're like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. I've never had a sick kid before. <laughs> right. And you you, fig- you learn very quickly and yeah. it's it keeps you on your toes. Yeah. And you just trust your mom instinct. Like that mm-hmm. is a real thing. Yeah. And it really is. You just have to know that it's going to happen. My yeah. daughter just got her cast off yesterday. She broke her arm. And Ooh. in that moment, it was like, I just had, I, I didn't do anything wrong, you know? And you just have to tell yourself mm-hmm. that kids are going to fall. They're going to get hurt. They're going to break bones, get sick. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just you're there to take care of them. And yeah. however yeah. you think is the right way is the right way. Yeah. Because you know your kid the best. You know what's best for your kid. Mm-hmm. So I love that you bring him everywhere with you, too. Yeah. Just that bond is so important we're gonna go see my mom and dad afterwards oh just to pop in how are they doing they're doing really good my dad is very sassy at present (laughs) ordering me around (laughs) and he is on a a health kick where he's only eating goop rotisserie chicken oh okay it's good yeah it's really good (laughs) and salad and so he'll call me at ridiculous hours and tell me to order him 10 chickens. I'm like, (laughs) it's not really a diet, Dad, if you're eating 10 of them. (laughs) But okay, so... And I get him his his chicken and whatever else he wants for the day. Yeah. Do you get parenting advice from your parents? I know you mentioned when your baby was sick, you call your mom. Yeah. Um, Yes, I go... I lean on my mom a lot. I mean, she had three kids under the age of five at one point. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know how she did that. That's a lot. (laughs) <laughs> well, yeah. managing my dad and working and it's just crazy. I, do, I literally don't know how she does it. Mm-hmm. So I, I do lean on her a lot. That's good. That's so important, especially just being close with your family. And totally. it's like your mom knows you the best and they give the best advice. They really do. Yeah. I love that. I Thank God for moms. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> on the topic of family, I know there was a moment a few years back where the Nepo babies, you know, yeah. were being celebrated in town. But now I feel like there's kind of a negative tone to that all. I see you, obviously, you mean rock star, a father, your but, uh, mom I'm, is iconic. I'm a proud Nepo baby. Yeah. Like, what, I don't understand why that's so bad yeah. that you went into the same industry as your your parents. If you were a, sh- a baker and then you started baking too, everyone mm-hmm. else would be like, oh, you're keeping the family business yeah. alive. Woo! Right. They're not like you had an advantage. Totally. Yeah. So, and I mean, you've built such a huge career, you know, outside of that yourself. And, you know, yes, doors were opened for me mm-hmm. easier than most. But I still had to walk through them. And you still have to prove that you're worth the the position that you've been given. Yeah. And it's, you know, I can't help who my parents are. Totally. Mm-hmm. It's not like I went up there and I was like, I want them. You know, it's it's how you, the way you were born. And yeah. I don't believe that you should be punished for that. Right. I feel like when people criticize like Nepo babies too, they're only thinking of the advantages and positives that mm-hmm. happen, but it's like you also have to grow I up have in the to spotlight. Work. It is two times yes. as hard as anyone else to prove that I deserved totally. the, yeah. the position that I am in. Yeah. yeah. That it wasn't just handed to me. Right. And and people don't get that. Yeah. Like, and you grew up with less privacy than most children did. Mm-hmm. Zero. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's <laughs> definitely disadvantages too. So when people think that Nepo babies are just kind of like handed this yeah. easy life no. and career, it's like, no, it's not Some exactly are. how it I'm works. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. yeah. Some are. I feel like that's not the 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 norm though for yeah. it. I feel like you do have to still prove yourself and totally. there's also still negatives with growing up in yeah. the spotlight. What advice would you have to um, give other children of famous parents just how to navigate, you know, their own paths moving forward? Don't take anything for granted. You never know what's going to happen tomorrow. You Mm -hmm. just don't. And be nice to everyone. And when I say everyone, I mean everyone. 
I mean, the person who doesn't isn't even on the crew that is cleaning up after the crew when they leave the person who is your producer that you know whatever it may be yeah. however high or low on on that you deem this spectrum you have to be nice to everybody mm-hmm. and not fake nice no totally. if you're not going to be real nice like don't bother right but it's it's an industry that is very ruthless it is very cutting it does not give a shit it is about money and popularity mm-hmm. that is it if your son wanted to be in this industry, would you let him? Yeah. Yeah. I would. Because yeah. it's all I know and I could help him. Mm-hmm. But if he doesn't, I will be very grateful. Yeah. <laughs> that he doesn't have to deal with the scrutiny of it and that he would be free of of that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, it'll be just my luck. He'll, he'll want to go into the industry. Right. Yeah. yeah. Have you noticed anything with him like that he's like, Leaning towards like musical things or he likes music and he gets very excited when Whoa. he hears certain songs. He loves Queen. Oh I love that. Um, he likes awesome. Louis Armstrong and Ella Fitzgerald. Oh, he's got good taste. Yeah, right? I, I, I'm trying to think of like what other songs he gets really excited about. He likes is it Lotto, the rapper? Oh yeah. Yeah. He she he likes her voice That's as well. So, I love that. Yeah. Well around <laughs> Especially music when it's taste. like cha-ching, cha-ching. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he gets like really excited. Oh. That's so cute. Well, we've highlighted just how many cool things you've already done, but I want to know what is next for you because I hear there's a podcast yes, coming we, out. I've got two podcasts coming out. One, oh. one with my family. Okay. And that's what I'm here to talk about today, which is really exciting. Yeah. Because we did a season of the Osborne's podcast already years ago. Yeah. Five years ago. And we kind of didn't really think much of it. It it did really well. And then we didn't all get back together to discuss if we're going to do season two or anything. We just went on about our lives. And then my brother said that there was a lot of people asking if we were going to do it again. So we thought, why not? And it's turned into something that is really fun. And it's just like being on the Osborne's again, except for... You don't have cameras following you everywhere, even though it is filmed. Mm-hmm. And my parents say the craziest shit that you just sit there. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God. Even though I find it funny, it's still my mom saying it. And I'm yeah. like, oh. But everything always comes back to shit and sex and murderers. <laughs> and it, no matter what the topic of conversation is, especially when we're talking. Uh, I don't know if you saw this, but did you see that story about the I can't believe I'm talking about it again. <laughs> the chef from the Pikey who got caught masturbating while strangling a cat. What? Look it <laughs> no. up. I don't want to go into all the details and how there were cats <laughs> in the neighborhood that went missing and like oh my God. all this crazy stuff. Like we became obsessed with the story. And for some reason, like every week we end up going back to it. <laughs> that sounds like a like a rabbit hole that once you go down, like you're right. just, there's we, no looking back. My mom and we want to know like where he found the cats and whose cats they were. Yeah. And have them on the podcast. I'm like, we should. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I can't wait to listen. That sounds fun. It's really fun. And and it's not edited. And it, we're probably going to get in a lot of trouble. But hey, hey, if you don't like it, you don't have to listen. Exactly. That's and that's what, what I, I, I love about podcasts is that yes. it's, your, mm-hmm. it's made for your audience. It's the people who want to give you their hard-earned money to support whatever it is that you are doing. Yeah. And when you go for a, with a network, you don't really get that opportunity because you have to filter through all the things that... Yeah is popular mm-hmm. that you so it's it's really great i do love that yeah i love that and then okay so do you have two podcasts coming out you have the family one and then the tentative name for our second podcast is the gay the bitch and the wardrobe and the I gay is sitting right over there daniel Nick. he is here I love daniel my best friend daniel win <laughs> And I, we haven't recorded anything yet because we don't have a launch date and it, everything is pop culture based. So it mm-hmm. has to be relevant current. and current mm-hmm. yeah. and it's difficult to, to bank anything. So yeah, we've I, got that coming up. I'll be listening to both. Very excited. Yeah. So you actually know Daniel. <laughs> yes. Love Daniel. We met at one of the Vanderpump Rules events. I don't even know if you knew that it was going to be filming at the time, but there was a it was he the did finale <laughs> when Katie was screaming at... Raquel. Oh, and- wait, last season? Yes. I had COVID. I missed yes. it. I that sucks. Oh, sorry. 
Oh my yeah, gosh. Yeah, you made a comment about eating ass, which I yeah. still was like, <laughs> I was like, this is like, I think I texted you first. So I was like, FYI, I was watching episode five. I was like, you made it. And he was like, what? I did what? And I was like, oh, I'll, I'll rewind and send it to you. But <laughs> iconic. I'm like, no, no, no. I just want to eat the food, hang out. It's like me and Katie are like drinking, have like kicking. Then all of a sudden, like she comes in and people are like, ah, say something. And I was like, we're just talking about eating ass. <laughs> <laughs> it was she so iconic. Right here. And I remember you being like, you're going to be soft blurred out if you didn't say something. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's fine. But like, I'm like so close to it. Like, I think they did like weird reaction shots where I was like. <gasps> yes. Oh, that's so funny. I always call it NPC. I've been friends with Sheena for years. And so I've been around for a lot of filming stuff. But yeah. I, I don't involve myself. I stay in the background and I'm a non-playable character where I yeah. just kind of am there sipping cocktails like making facial reactions, but <laughs> yeah. I never insert my voice. And so you got to be an NPC with me that night yes. and it was wild and fun. But yeah. since then, your Instagram is like my favorite place in the world. I feel like His you're Instagram so funny. His Instagram makes me laugh Every day, every day, every day. You're one of my greatest follows. I'm like greatest, greatest Instagram of all time. You always have Mr. The fun Daniel content. Nguyen on Instagram yeah. and all social media platforms. Yeah. Yes, with yeah. that name for the podcast, you have to yes. go with that. Yeah. That is so iconic. I love it. It's so good because it kind of it covers everything and and makes fun of what people call me anyway. So. Yeah. I love that. Okay, well, after that launches, I would love for the four of us to get into some more shenanigans yes, together and talk that. about that. You have to come on our podcast. I would yeah. love that. That would be so <laughs> fun. So, okay, what else is next? Is there any plans to maybe get back in the studio again? Have another, I another don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I'd pass my South by date on that. No, you're never too old. I, I don't. Daniel, what do you think? I think you totally should. I was like telling you, right? do like a reunion tour of sorts. It's so like, iconic. I mean, it's one of my biggest regrets in life. Really? It was that I stopped doing it because I loved it so much. Yeah. I just, I just didn't like, I could, I was too young. Mm-hmm. I was just too young. I wasn't, I couldn't handle it. Yeah. I think, you know, don't, Never say never. I'm not <laughs> saying never. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if that's something that you know you love doing so much. Yeah. It's so fun to get back to doing something that you haven't done for a while, something that you enjoy. I'm a big fan of it. So do you feel like because you guys are, your family's going to be in the studio now, would you ever do a reality reboot? Which I feel like reboots are like, especially over the, the iconic thing. right thing. now. There's no I have like, a feeling ultimately it's going to end up there after this documentary yes, with BBC. I would die and love to see it. Oh, I would love that. Because it's it's weird. Like for some reason I'm cool again. You've always, always been, been cool. Yeah. You've always <laughs> been cool. You're, she was born fucking cool. Yeah. No, I feel like being cool is the biggest curse ever because you've got to live up to it all the time. Like mm -hmm. cool people. I'm like, mm-mm. Yeah. I don't want to be cool. Well, you are. Yeah. You're very thank cool. You. I cannot wait to listen to the podcast and everything. Yeah. Just thank you so much. Thank you so much for Being having me. This was this awesome. so fun. I loved it. All right, everyone, be sure to check out the new podcast. And we'll be getting into more shenanigans when the gay, the bitch, and the, the wardrobe. wardrobe. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so great. good. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Shenanigans with Sheena Shea. Download new episodes every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> Looking fine and I got my girls with me. With the boys at the table getting tipsy. Miss me, kiss me one more time. Get over here, boy. I'm going to make you mine. Do you want it? Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.